and now all these niggas do this. Only person that's tolerable that does the yeah, yeah, is Lozy Vert. Yeah. And now I think that's because he just has the spirit of an angel. I don't know what's I I I want the happiness that that young man has. <laughs> I want that type of joy. <laughs> I'm like, you pulled up on a on a random niggas video. <laughs> it was just dancing, showing your chain. I was like, I want that type of joy in my life. <laughs> to where I just pull up to a gas station and just get in somebody's video. <laughs> and I still pulled one of the city girls. <laughs> there it is. And you like five foot one. I mean, you a leprechaun. <laughs> you're just the happiest little tattooed, pierced leprechaun there is. Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. It's another episode of Shy vs. Smiles. Uh, this time, we're talking about the year 2010, which happened exactly 10 years ago. For our math wizards out there, um, we're just gonna talk about hip hop. Uh, you know me; I'm the quote-unquote alternative dude. So I'll talk about a few extra albums that happened in 2010 that I personally enjoyed, and maybe Josh will be like, "Oh, I heard that album," um, as well. And I'm uh, the R&B guy, so I got some R&B picks. We myself. got some R&B grooves on here too, uh, and we're also gonna talk about the Double XL freshman list from 2010 which was actually very we didn't realize until we looked back at it it was actually a really good freshman list Mm -hmm. so just sit back stay tuned for that and here we go all right you already know how we do every episode gotta start off with the aka's so it's your boy smiles aka you're on to me great joy aka two badge aka the hip-hop adam Schefter, aka my newest one the approachable broad street bully it's facts. <laughs> this is B- this is Benny Siegel's long lost brother. Son. <laughs> if Benny Siegel uh, grew up in a good neighborhood in a good environment, <laughs> <laughs> you said Ak- Akron is better than Philly. I just found that out today. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, bring me in. I need to, I need to, I need some more AKs. We do the same AKs for me. We need you. You don't roll like thirty AKs for me. You only use like four of them. Cause I never wrote them down on my phone. <laughs> I, oh, my, I, ah. I always have to remember off the top of my dome for which, which ones I say. Ah. But let's 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 try it. Let's 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 give them some new flavor in their ears. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, shot, aka Shot Diddy, aka Shot Navisky, Shot Forty One, aka yeah, aka Shot Forty One, aka the Mayor of Cliff. Yeah, they know that. Aka Let's see what's a, what's a good new one. Um, the LeBron secret lover. <laughs> you tell you tell somebody that you appreciate a man's business acumen, and he actually is a very excellent athlete and an activist. Even though he don't read none of the books that he be showing us, but hey, you know I I do appreciate LeBron James. And those LeBron sevens he had on um, in that first Ooh. game of the West Conference Finals. Oh, shot, shot, aka the peaceful pimp. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> like, like, hey, I just want peace in my life, man. Every t- every time, but I, got, but I got these ladies. I'm, 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 I'm gonna do. Something. I know. I was like, hey, I can love you, but I'm also gonna teach you about this patchouli. Yeah. 
go to sleep, burn a little lavender so you can rest peacefully. Meditate 10 to 15 minutes every morning to boost your day. You Girl, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to give you something better in life. Yes, I could take you on a foreign trip, but what is that going to do for your psyche? <laughs> Yeah, you be telling them like, "Hey, when you go out and get my money, you gotta make sure if if you feel a negative vibe about these fellas, you don't. You ain't, we ain't messing with them. If it, you you call like, me, and you give them a crystal, and you just you just let them marinate. Yeah, like we don't, we don't want you bringing them like negative that. vibes back to my back to my environment. Not the know. money might be cursed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> might have some bad juju on that on that money. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need all money ain't good money." Oh, money ain't Yeah, that's me right there. For now real. go out there and get my money. Now get my money, but be cautious. <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> He's like, all um, right. <laughs> he does make us wear these. Uh, <laughs> um, he makes us ca- carry rose quartz with us. I, said, uh-huh. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hippie ladies, holler at me. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get this popping. Uh, like I said, 2010 was an excellent year for music. Most people will probably only break it down like one album, which which is on the list. We will talk about that album, um, which was one of the best albums of the year. It wasn't just one of the best hip hop albums of the year. It was before you hated him, <laughs> you loved him 10 years ago. <laughs> and we'll never forget that. We'll never so, forget. and we're gonna. Like hey, I, I mean, said, I mean, one of the last few days, you know, people have been he, loving him the last few days because he's been speaking facts. Like I said, for every time he <laughs> he'll say something, he'll 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 come out with the real him. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, I'm keeping him a secret because I want you to listen to this whole shebang because we got shebang a lot of content. Got a not the bayang, but the shebang. <laughs> um because we got a, like I said, we got a lot of good content in this one. Like I said, we're talking mixtapes, we're talking alternative music, we're talking R and B music. It was it was a lot of great music ten years ago. So yep. I will let Josh pick where we will start. Will we start with albums or mixtapes? Let's start with the mixtapes. Mm. I was also gonna say twenty ten was a great year also because that was the year I graduated college. Shout out to BGSU. Oh, and this is also, I believe, one of the the year or one of the years that uh, the music man himself indeed became the music man. Yep. There it is. I do remember things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. May, May 2010, graduate of Bowling Green State University. Go Falcons, even mm-hmm. though I've never seen you actually play football because we're Buckeyes fans, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let, let's start with some some mixtapes uh, that we we loved from that year. Because just from look, looking at the list that we was looking at yesterday from, was it Vibe Magazine? Um, had, the, yeah. had a list of like 30 mixtapes and just going through, it was just a whole lot of memories. I was like, damn, I forgot about that. Damn, I forgot about that. Shoot, forgot about that. <laughs> like, it was a lot of great shit that came out in 2010. It so, really was. I'm going uh, to just name off some of the uh, the ones, and then we'll go in depth about a couple of the ones that we, we really like. But some of the standouts f- for me um, was Chris Brown and Tyga, fan of a fan. Fan of a fan. Wiz Khalifa, Cushion OJ. 
You know what I'm saying? That was the, the first album I always have to say that made me a fan of, I guess, you know, the, the weed rappers. You know, that, that was the first and I was like, damn, this is just really good music. <laughs> I don't even yeah. smoke weed, but this is just really good music. Um, my man Fabulous, There's No Competition 2 came out that year. J. Cole with the classic, basically like album, Friday Night Lights. Uh, Big Crit, which I will put in there as a as a, a little asterisk. I l- actually didn't listen to this album until 2011 when I was actually living here in Dallas. But uh, Big Crit, Crit was here, came Crit out that here. year. Um, my man Cassidy, Cassidy used to be one of my favorite rappers, spitters. You know, he came out with the Apply Pressure Two uh, mixtape. And then our guy Joe Button came out with the Music 4 project. And then um, I know we said we're going to talk about it uh, in a little bit, but also our other guy, Wale, More About Nothing, that mixtape came out that year. So yes. those are just some of my standouts that, that I liked. Um, some more that came out that year, um, Big, B.I.G. Volume 3, yep. Big Sean. Um, you had the Champions here, 3. Champions here, the 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 champions mixtape um yeah. shout out to rostrum records because they came out with two we don't talk about it much but they came out with two classics cushion yeah. oj and the kids mixtape those are still staples people still listen to those mixtapes yeah. those albums i can oh speaking of um something that people consider a mixtape but it's actually an album the self-released tyler the creator album bastard yeah. was 2010 that's on mixtapes like it's dropped as a mixtape but it's actually an album like you look it up that's an album it's just an album you got for free (laughs) that's all it is um a guy who's just now getting his flowers now but i'm glad you guys are finally realizing that us us underground guys were not just kidding but freddie gibbs straight killer came out in 2010 yes children before Alfredo and before Bandana and all those things like that, Freddie Gibbs had been around. Mm-hmm. You just were, I yeah, I don't know, were you sleep? Were you scared because of the things he was talking about? I don't know what it was, but he was here. And that was one of my favorites because I believe like he had a song with J-Rock that really was dope on there. Yep. Um, it was just all around, it was all around great mixtape. Um, I feel like, oh, how could I forget? Another late great um, Nipsey Hussle's The Marathon came out. We literally have an, it was so great that we literally have an episode of the main podcast named after a song from that mixtape, (laughs) Keys to the City. Late nights, early mornings on that one. It's an overall uh, great mixtape. Again, and this 2010 kind of, is when people were putting out album quality mixtapes. Yep. And Nip Nip's Marathon mixtape was up there with that. Um, like I said, Straight Killer too. Um, I was like, like the niggas that was like running shit back then in 2010. It's like 
now those are the niggas that you could say are in the top 10, top 15 running things. Exactly. <laughs> they came up with a lot of the niggas that was, uh, and a lot of guys, well, I don't want to keep saying niggas, but uh, a lot of the, the, the rappers and stuff that was dropping classic projects in 2010, in 2010 are still dropping classic projects and are in the top 10, top 15 of running rap. <laughs> For everybody that laughs at this, I forgot there's another guy who's a late, but he is also a great to me. Fred the Godson dropped Armageddon in 2010, which was a dope mixtape. Go on and listen to that. Like I said, um, I really R. hate Peter this Fred COVID God, stuff. Godson too. Yeah, there you go. Fred the Godson. Yeah. Again, I hate this COVID stuff. Took away Fred the Godson when he was finally catching his stride. He dropped like literally two tapes before he passed at the beginning of the year. So... And they, Again, said, but, they said they worked on a, a third from like the stuff that he was already like recording. So hopefully that still sees the light of the day. Yeah, but like, but yeah, go back to 2010. Fred the Godson was giving you that heat back then with the Armageddon tape. So, oh man, uh, there's probably a whole bunch of other tapes I can't even think of right now that came out in 2010. Oh man. But yeah, it, low, I don't know why, but everybody was coming out with album quality mixtapes. Like a lot of the mixtapes I just named, I'm looking back. Speaking of which, uh, Volume Three, Big Sean's Volume Three. If you remember, um, was it DJ Drama? Yep. DJ Drama dropped one with no drops, oh. to where it sounded like a complete album. Yeah, I'm about to check that out. Yeah, there's one with no doubt where it's like, yeah, he's not talking on Like, they took all the drops out of him talking. Yeah. Detroit, Mr. Thanksgiving. Yeah, he took all that out, and it just plays straight out like an album. G- Gangster so, Grills, you bastard. And so that, yeah, that's how great the mixtapes were of 2010, and that's why this was a great um, topic for us to start with. But everything, hopefully we'll have a list or maybe a mix. I don't know what we're going to do. So you guys can actually go back and listen to this. We're just hoping that you have a pen and pad next to you and you run it back of the albums and mixtapes that we name on this. Yeah. So. But uh, so I was going to ask you, because like we said, we're gonna, we, we both have one mutual one with the more about nothing. But what would you say were your two standouts out of all the stuff you mentioned for myself i would say um chris brown tiger fan of a fan and i would go with fab there's no competition too before yeah before we get to more about nothing um the marathon and again this ain't no bias because he's no longer with us i actually would like i've talked about before with nip I found out about him in 20, uh, 2009 and I've been pretty much, I pretty much been keeping up with him ever since. Um, so definitely that one, um, top two, I'll go top three, um, volume three by big Sean for sure. Oh man. That was in heavy rotation for me in 2010 and cushion OJ. If there was a tape, that could solidify how my 2010 was. I've even talked about it like on a blog post about Teflon Don. I was like 20 years old, 
newly single young man, and I was just running the streets of Dallas. So Cush and OJ and another album we're going to talk about later were probably the main staples that I listened to that entire year. And I swear the music from those albums were everywhere that I went. I could make a movie about 2010. That's how incredible that time was. I was going to say, well, if I choose the third one, of course I got to go with my man J. Cove, Friday Night Lights. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, because, you know. Uh, oh, uh, I got a good, I got an incredible story about that. Uh, did you go to the Doll in a Dream show that he did at Gillies? Yeah. That was, I think that was around that time. Yeah, that was yeah. before Friday Night Lights came out. Oh, no, not that one. I, I went to the one he like had a few years ago here in Dallas. Oh, no, no. I went to the first one. And yeah, right before Friday Night Lights dropped. Yeah, because I was still in Ohio. Yeah, he... Um, we don't get that many tour stops like that. But he did it at Gillies, and yeah, we just paid a buck. And it was crap. I Look, I still have a video from it. It's so old. Like, cause I had I I recorded this on a sidekick, <laughs> and so um, it's just grainy, muffled, and you can barely see that it says J Cole in the back. Mm-hmm. One day I'll I, I gotta find it again and I'll just post it up because I literally saw it. I think it showed up in my memories like a day or two ago. So, yeah. But um. But yeah, like. Another one, I hate, I hate, I keep adding them, but definitely the champ is here. But that's a great trilogy. The champ is here trilogy. Yep. Definitely listen to the first one. DJ Green Lantern, shout out to Green Lantern. The second one, eh, but that, but the first and third ones, yeah. those are pretty dope. I, I definitely agree because the third one, I was like, oh my god, like he came back and it had features from like a lot of the young niggas, like Meek. I know Meek was on there. I know. Yeah. Nikki's on there. Of course, he had the locks on there. Uh, I want to say he had some Green Lantern remixes on there. Yeah, he had some Green Lantern remixes on there. But yeah, I, was like, I, I definitely remember off the top of my head what was on there. I, I definitely remember those. <laughs> so yeah, it's that. Um, yeah, and I, I'm just a fan of Jada Kiss. Especially that's what made me a super fan. Was like that and the Alka to Jada tape and stuff like that. So. The champ is here at three. I'm going to actually look this up in the middle of the thing. You know we do this. You know that we love the music so much that we're just reminiscing, but I also want to make sure we're accurate because I don't want no loser to come back and be like, hey, man, y'all forgot to say this. I'm like, we didn't forget to say nothing. I said it all. What you mean? <laughs> I said it all. What you mean? <laughs> I said everything. But, yeah, he had, yeah, of course, he had Nas on there, too. Oh, Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Uncle Uncle Murder was on there. Oh yeah, shout out to Murder. Oh man. Yeah, he had this somehow some white thing on there. Yeah, and he did have like the green mixes, but slow down and I'm ill. I don't know why I thought Letter to B.I.G. was on here, which it wasn't. But my favorite song on there was Soldier Survivor. Oh so, yeah, so that's the one with Nas, ain't it? Yeah, so. yeah, that's the one with Nas. Yeah, I like that one. But yeah, let's move mm-hmm. on to the albums. Yeah. So how do you want to do this? Oh, we didn't talk about more about nothing. Oh yes, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let, let's yeah. let's run that back. Um, we 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 run we run. So basically, like I said, that's a definite time capsule piece of 2010. Uh, why do I say that? Because this is when y'all still loved Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> 
when he still was with the Thunder and he dropped and he basically was the youngest scoring champ and all that stuff like that. And he did a drop on Wale's thing, what I thought was the dopest thing ever because I'm a big KD fan to this day. And, you know, he had to let us remember that he from PG County, you know what I'm saying? So he had to remind us that that's a DMV catch you're looking at when you see him on the court. Yeah. Uh, So it was that. My favorite song going there for sure, uh, besides the posse cut, is um, the breakup song. Maybe because it was accompanied by a video. Um, and I and again going back to the posse cut, like I'm going back and forth on these. Yeah. Um, Black Cobain was on there. Yeah, and my man Fat Trail. Yeah. Shout out to the Slutty Boys. So yeah, the um yeah the posse cut was dope. But yeah, we never got the reason I'm going back and forth is because I have to say something about the the breakup song video. And I'm going to ask, shout out to the moons, by the way. We always going to shout out to the moons. Yeah, shout out to the moons. We talk about Forlorn. Uh, we never got that black and gold video, did we? No. And that was like the main thing I was excited about when I saw the, the, um, the video was he pulled out an envelope of an invitation to a black and gold party. Yep. And so I'm thinking, oh, snap. That's we about to get, yeah, we finna, get the, we finna get the black and gold video. This is going to be crazy. Nothing. Come on. I, even though I did like that 4 a.m. video, but I think that was like the next year or something like that. Or was that 2010 too? The uh, Black Cobain um, song, 4 a.m. I, I think it was next, the next year, I think. Yeah, that's not, that's still one of my favorite songs too. I'm going to throw that out on Twitter to see like, whatever happened to the Black and Gold video? I'm going to throw that out on Twitter to see please, if Please ask him. And if he just wants to send it to us for just me and you, yours, <laughs> personal consumption, to say that we saw the Black and Gold video. <laughs> And we'll just tell you guys what it was. Like, well, this is what happened in the Black and Gold video. <laughs> we'll see if you you guys are actually listening. <laughs> if we find out what was in the Black and Gold video. I know uh, like my songs. Well, overall, just re-listening to it yesterday, uh, it just made me realize if I wanted to put someone on to Wale, somebody who just never really heard him, I was like, this is the perfect project to put, put them onto to show all the mm. different... I would say like just like his his uh the different flows and like like how he's I guess he can basically rap on anything. I'm like, ah, eh, I think this would be a show. I, well, I would it. still go back to the mixtape about nothing. Or I would go to hundred miles or a hundred miles of running. I would still go to those before I go to more about nothing. I love more about nothing because uh just I always say this. It's also um, my personal favorite mixtape. I tell I tell Josh this all the time about a lot of my favorite artists. Mixtape them is way better than the album them. And with Wale, he never misses on a mixtape. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I were, to, I, but you know, out of the Nothing series, because now it's a series because there's an album, there's the two mixtapes, there's all this stuff. I just like the Seinfeld references too because yeah. that's a low key funny show. Um, quote unquote, uh, uh, those, no suit for you, those quote unquote white comedies. That's definitely in there for my top. Uh, outside of freak freaks and geeks, which is only one season. If you've never seen it, that's actually pretty funny. Um, and that one, that's when NBC couldn't miss, except for Friends. I watched that from time to time, but uh. I've I've never watched an episode of Friends in my life. Ugh. But um, yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, well, let's not get into that. But 
I would say my my fa- my favorite tracks from it um will be Black and Gold. Okay. Uh, of course, this, again, the posse cut, like you mentioned, uh, the mega hit, No Hands, the guilty pleasure. Yeah. And I would say Ambitious Girl, because Ambitious Girl also became a series within its own, within its own, like even still today with the, the last album, he said, um, I can't remember what the, what the name of the song was, but one of them is uh, Ambitious Girl part four, five. Like, yeah, uh, that's what you told Yeah, you told me. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the song either, but yeah, you t- you t- you finally got to ask amongst the interwebs and found out that that was indeed ambitious girl for. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that, that's just like our, our <laughs> mutual favorite album. I mean, well, mixtape of. Oh, you know but it's <laughs> I'm laughing because um, no hands again. 2010 was a fun year for me. <laughs> so once I heard that, I was like, I have a very funny story about actually no hands. Uh, I've told you this story before. This is when I got into a situation with a, with a well-known rapper. I'm not going to name which one of it it is, but they're on the song. They're on the no hands song. Uh, the Super Bowl weekend. Uh, I get into it with them. I get kicked out of the Epic. And this is why I will forever be a Wale fan. <laughs> I'm standing outside trying to get back into the little section, the VIP section. I see this guy. He puts his arm around me and walks me back in. He dashed me up. I couldn't believe who it was when I finally, when he hit the light and I looked. It was Wale. <laughs> and forever, I was like, I'm a fan of him for life. Because the one guy got me kicked out. Wale acted like I was his boy and walked me right back in. <laughs> to, see, that's shout out to Falon. See, that would probably be a dope memory he'd, he'd love to hear about. <laughs> for real. He's a real one, man. Super Bowl weekend in Dallas. They performed No Hands live. I'll never forget it. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Moons. Shout out to Falarin. Uh, thank you for making me spend outrageous amounts of money on sneakers as well. <laughs> I wish you would got. I wish you wore. I hope you wear a size eleven. I think he doesn't. I want to say he wears like a like a smaller size. I wish you did wear an eleven. Kind of lob me some of the some of your classics that you have <laughs> to compensate me for the money I've spent through the years trying to get my kid game like yours. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, which I think uh, that was one of the conversations we had. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Wale, I definitely like oh, yeah, wrestling actually, and sneakers." And yeah, because I asked you about your your uh, Mount Rushmore of sneaker sneakerheads. Oh yeah, Wale's up there for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he definitely. I'm like, he even has like every time uh, who was the Asics came out with like a WWE collection, he was like the main guy who was sponsoring it. He's even in the StockX commercials. So anyway. I could talk about Wale. We could talk about Wale all day. That's that's our guy. I know. Um, so let's get to the albums. How are we gonna do this? We're gonna do this honorable mentions. We're gonna do R and B. We're gonna uh, do my quote unquote alternative albums first. How are we gonna do? It? Uh, let's go through honorable mentions, then say our two top ones, and then we'll mention the one mutual one. Okay. So uh, honorable mentions for me. Uh, 
A lot of people didn't like it. They kind of hated it when he went this route because he, he went to a, a whole nother like genre. But for me, I still love this project. I I I can't. I, I Why it. do I know what it already is? Go ahead and say it. I hated this album. I already know where he's going with this. <laughs> I think I've told you a million times. I hate this album. I think it sucks. <laughs> you're, not, you're not the only one. But I'm have to go with my man, Dwayne Little Wayne Carter with the Rebirth. Rebirth. Album. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> I knew what you were gonna say, and I said that album was trash. <laughs> I'm glad he came up with "I Am Not a Human Being" later that year to compensate for that garbage that he I, put out at the beginning of the year. See, and "I'm Not a Human Being" is great too. I was like, that might that might be a, a bonus um, honorable mention for me. Um, okay. Then next, I'm about to go with my man Bun B with Trilogy. He, uh, yes. That was the last one in the uh the Trill series that he, he, he had. He was like, Hey, that's gonna be the last one. Uh the Trill OG, just let you know. You know, the, the play on words, you know, I'm a Trill OG, but then this is the third one, the Trill OG. You know what I'm saying? Um B.O.B. Adventures of Bobby Ray. Uh that album was also part of the very first concert oh, go, I ever went uh, to. Go let's go back to Trill OG real quick. This is part this is the beginning of Drake featuring Drake. Because he was in Put It Down, but he also um, didn't go. I think he, yeah, he ghost wrote It's Been a Pleasure. Yeah. Because he literally had, like, uh, he dropped one where it was just him on it. And then Bum B came back and did it. Yeah. Yeah, so this was the part, this is the beginning of Drake featuring Drake. (laughs) Yeah, I had to to get that tidbit in there because Drake will be talked about during this, too. Shout out to Aubrey Graham. All right. But yeah, uh, yeah, B.O.B., Adventures of Bobby Ray. Uh, with that album, that was part of the first concert I went to. It was a B.O.B. and Lupe Fiasco concert I went to out in uh, Detroit when I was still in college. Um, my man, uh, another uh, genre-bending thing, my man Travis McCoy with Lazarus. Lazarus. I should yeah. see. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, Wayne. Now, that was good. I like Lazarus. I believe that's the song that had Millionaire on it with uh, Bruno Mars. Yep. Yeah. That's how you do it. That was good. I enjoyed that. That's, how you, that's how you bend genres. <laughs> yeah, that's how you bend genres. That, that, that rebirth crap. Yeah, that was yuck. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, next, my man Neo with Libra Scale, because, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a Libra. For me, that was actually a, a late one that I got hip to, because when I first heard it, I was like, eh. But then I went back a couple months later. I was like, "This is actually a really good album." Um, um, oh, another guy that can't miss Neo. Yep. We don't talk about that enough. Neo's albums be hidden. Yep. And then I got uh, my man, the Dream Radio Killer. He had that that, lo- that Love King album. And then um, last for my honorable mentions, Little Brother with the Left Back album. Yeah. Which I had to run that one back because I didn't think it was all that at first. Well, in comparison, like they they set the bar so high with the minstrel show. Yeah, they set it so high with that, and I was like, ah. So left back, I was like, ah. But then I went back, and it was actually pretty dope. It was on the same yeah level. That that was that was the same for me because I was like, man, that minstrel show was just amazing. I just remember just playing that CD out. So when I heard get back, I was like, yeah. And I'm like, I just like, I was like, I feel, I don't feel, feel that energy. I don't feel that love that 
amazing as <laughs> But it actually was the same. It was the same. But then, but just... then, but then, when you go back, you're like, shit, I kind of slept yeah, on this. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's highly slept on. Like <laughs> little brother, low key, don't miss. They got night one in their corner. They never gonna miss. Yeah, it was just like that, <laughs> that classic was just huge over their head. So <laughs> yeah. They went too hard on the first one. They they didn't do it the Jay-Z route, though, like where it's like reasonable doubt and then everything else was great yeah. off top. But you had to run back and say that these guys were excellent, too. But um, for my honorable mentions, okay, I'm going to go hip-hop and other things like that. And then we will give the non-black listeners something to talk about. <laughs> oh! I forgot about that album. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You weren't the only one listening to it. I was listening to it too. And I thought it was great. <laughs> um, you had How I Got Over by The Roots. Yeah. Um, you had New America Part Two. Uh, Shout to the Queen Badu. Of course, I had to put Hometown on there. Erica Badu. Uh, the Stimulus Package. Yes. Jake One. Yes. And Freeway. That was one of the albums uh, that me and my friends talked about all year too. Yeah, it's still and it's still bang. Run that back. Run that back. That's uh, excellent. Jake won, uh, like uh, with white van music and this, a, a producer that can't miss y'all. Um, now, like I said, for the um, alternative crowd, here they go. Here goes my my favorites from 2010. I'm gonna I, I've changed my voice for this one, so you can hear me. Cosmogramma by Flying Lotus. Very excellent. Contra. I wish I'd see his face. <laughs> Contra by Vampire Weekend. This is why we need to start having videos. <laughs> and Brothers by Akron's own The Black Keys. Yes. Those albums were good. I believe uh, there was a, um, and another one. Because I know you guys, you know, I've seen you out here on these marches. I've seen you guys. I've seen you guys. Seen you guys with your Black Lives Matter flags and all that. Um, I'm sure this was probably one of the albums you listened to 10 years ago. Um, Gil Scott Heron's I'm New Here. Oh. Yeah, that came out in 2010. And that was actually pretty dope. Um, I believe in the middle of that, he kept using um, what song? Flashing Lights. Every night, like that was like kind of the instrumental he kept using in and um, out of that album when he was doing his uh, spoken word. He was but on yeah. a he was on a Solange album, wasn't he? Is that why I know because that name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So I'm like, I'm like, I know I've heard I've heard that name. I'm like, I'm like I think he was on Solange's album. That's why I know that name. But yeah, I'm new. I'm new hair. Also came out in 2010, and I I enjoyed it because I always enjoyed his spoken word and things like that. So yeah, for for those for the alternative crowd, there you go. Of, those are some of your all all you guys had ex. There was excellent music from everyone. We had a ball, you know. You know, just stop putting raisins in potato salad and all that, and everything will be okay. You know, keep marching. You know, keep keep petitioning. You know, and vote in twenty twenty. Vote in November. You know, thanks guys. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, those are some of my oh. favorite albums that I, I probably, I had a lot of other like alternative albums, but those are just the ones that stood out to me. Um, 
Definitely. Like Black Keys album, yeah. Especially like the year before Black Rock came out. That mm-hmm. that to me is what put me on to the Black Keys and those those how about to say brothers. Those guys don't miss. How about to say brothers? I ain't wanna I ain't wanna like hurt y'all feelings. Y'all look up the Black Keys and see they ain't brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're brothers. Like, we're happy and singing and, and they're not. Colored. <laughs> I, look, I don't want people Googling and getting mad at us talking about, I looked at the black keys. They're white. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Y'all. They're not black, but they're called the black keys. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I'll be able to tell you. I'm sorry. Um, it's good music. Uh, <laughs> did you so, listen to the album? But did you listen to the album? I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't tell you. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't know what to tell you, guy. They yeah. worked with Timbaland, so that's cool. Yeah, Timbo was on there. You know, he worked with black people before. You know, Aubrey, Aaliyah, Missy, you know, those guys. <laughs> Shout out to Magoo. <laughs> so, you know, Magoo was like, man, remember Magoo? You know, that was good. 98. That was a good year. <laughs> but on a serious note, um, let's go to the albums from 2010 that you also enjoyed because there was. <laughs> There's a few albums we didn't mention that were actually really, really dope. Yep. He actually uh, stole one of my picks. I was mad. <laughs> for the R&B side, um, my top two would have to be Trey Songz, uh, Passion, Pain, and Pleasure. But the number one, the number one R&B album that I love for that year, because it was also kind of genre blending as well with the, the R&B and all that stuff and the, the, the sounds and all that. As it goes, my man, Diddy and the Dirty Money album, Last Train Ooh. to Paris. Um, the, speaking of which, um, I think we talked about one of the songs on there before. It probably has one of the most intoxicating, but yeah, that has one of probably the best Rick Ross verses. I still get goosebumps when I hear it. Um, there was also, a, uh, to Angels, there was also a Lupe remix. Yep. Yeah, but I know for a fact, for me, that Rick Ross verse, from the first bar, it went so hard. I'm a photographer's dream. Count money while I chase crank. Man, that's when I realized Rick Ross was not playing in 2010. That was that was probably the verse I said he's not he's here to kill everything, and he did. Twenty ten, oof. I wouldn't be surprised if he says most of his revenue, his income is from twenty ten. <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if he said that like most most of my money from twenty ten. I'm like I, I believe you. Especially think about that verse alone made you a millionaire. I'm sure. <laughs> Which I I wanted to say a uh, side note from us doing the research for this episode was like how. Rick Ross had a great run in 2010. He killed <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I, from I the mixtapes, Ashes to Ashes, we said uh, Albert Anastasia. And Albert Anastasia came out. And then our, before, our, our number one uh, pick. You know? Our number one pick is on here. And then another, the other album we're going to talk about, he was on that one. T- he was on that a few times, too. Mm. So, Rick Ross, like I said, if he said I became an eight-figure millionaire in 2010, 
I would believe him. <laughs> I'm like, you destroyed everything in 2010. Yeah. And this was amidst a whole beef and everything. I was he like, just, man. I was like, I thought about it. I thought about it yesterday, just looking at the, the mixtape. So I was like, hold on. He dropped Albert Anastasia. And Ashes. And, and yeah. Ashes. And it yeah, like, came out with, with and, anthems on both of them. Yes. I was like, this. <laughs> then they had the album. And then you think about the features he had the on features other projects. in 2010. Oh, uh, my goodness. I was like, 2010 was a great year for Ross. <laughs> like, if oh I could God. ask him, like, what's been what's been your, like, your favorite year in your career? I would not be surprised <laughs> if he said, he said hands <laughs> down, 2010. <laughs> I bought that horse in 2010. Matter of fact, that horse's name is 2010. <laughs> that horse's name is 2010. <laughs> we call him 2010. <laughs> we call him 2010. That's how I got this mansion, 2010. So, yeah, but but definitely from like that Diddy Dirty Money. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like I said, I didn't realize how good that album was until probably a few years ago, probably about three, four years ago. It was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to uh, Don. Yeah. Who made the album? <laughs> and then uh, what was the other girl? Karina or something like that. I think so. Yeah, I think. It was like, yeah, I just remember Don. <laughs> I remember Don and Diddy. <laughs> she was like, "He ain't dropped me. I'm still." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah." Every time he does his little Diddy dance, Don comes out singing. So I was like, "Yeah, he ain't drop her." <laughs> so, hey. Cassie was like, "I could have been in Dirty Money." Nah, you couldn't have Boo Boo. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it goes with her. No. He's like, nah. he's like, he's like just, stand, just stand over there and keep looking cute. <laughs> stand there and look pretty for me. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, go ahead and talk about the album you stole from me. I was so happy to talk about this album. Oh, okay. Yeah. It had one of my favorite songs on there, and he was like, hey, that's on my list. I'm like, never mind. I'll let you talk about it. Which, uh, actually, both my choices are picks that we both had so uh, the second um number two favorite album was you already mentioned already freeway jake one stimulus package i just remember standing in the dorms with, with the homies and we, we always just talking like damn this project is amazing <laughs> like and every time you run it back you find a new favorite song that's yeah. how good it is it was like freeway killed it. like you thought the first one 1-800 like but this this feel that for freeway but but stimulus package was like it was perfect it was like I need another. I need a stimulus package too. I'm, I'm saying, and a real stimulus package in real life. But oh, and also, <laughs> it was so dope that even the packaging was dope for the yeah. album. Yeah, I remember. I probably have it somewhere around here. Um, you open I, it; it's like a dollar bill or something like that. Yep. Uh, but then, um, yeah, my my number one favorite album because. This is what made me a fan of this guy, which made me was like tell everybody, y'all need to stop sleeping on him. I know his partner is great. He's like a unicorn. But don't sleep on this guy. He's a great guy. He works with other artists. Like and his- and, and he has great projects like with groups uh like the Fantagram album, uh, the Big Grams album, whatever. But uh my He's guy an incredible actor. Yes. So my guy Big Boy with the Sir Lucius Left Foot album. And Shutterbug is still a banger. Yes. That's still a great song. That's why I was so mad when you were like, oh, I got that too. I was like, 
I just wanted to talk about Shutterbug and Sleepy Brown for a minute. And you were like, nah, I ain't gonna let you do it. I was like, okay. Which which they they have a collab album coming out this this year. So uh or well, at least uh, hopefully it still comes out this year. Uh him and um what do we say? Sleepy Brown coming out with an album. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah. like da- da- Daddy Fat Sex, uh, follow us now, <laughs> follow us now. With- I used to like that song. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. It's like, because he, he blended genres on his album, and it, it was like so amazing that I didn't care. I was like, okay. Like, yeah, Shutterbug, General Patton, he was just spitting. He was like, Again. yeah, no. Oh yeah, I like General Patton too. Uh, again, this is how you do it, Wayne. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, Wayne. You want you want to you want to entertain me? That's how you do it. Lazarus and Sir Lucius Leftfoot, son of Chico Dusty. That's how you do it. Yep. Rebirth. Like- that's not how you do it. That's 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 the worst case scenario. <laughs> oh, hey, you just kept putting out of tune on everything. Only time I liked it was I'm single. I was like, man, that's pretty, no, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's you're you're hilarious. I, I'm gonna I, keep I'm gonna keep cutting up that album every time we talk. If Wayne gets mentioned again, I'm just gonna run right back to that. Like, no, 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 rebirth suck. I'm just gonna keep saying it. But yeah, he was like, he was like, he was like just keep saying genre blending. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna keep saying that sucked. <laughs> rebirth sucked. <laughs> But yeah, it's like the, the album was just great. It was awesome, and I still listen to it to this day. It's like nice. it's probably my favorite Big Boy album personally. But um, I like what was it called? Um, vicious. Oh, uh, uh, vicious lies and dangerous rumors. Yes, yep. that's because he has one of the best usages outside of your everything of Jodeci. He has the best sample, Jodeci sample on the album. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I could talk so highly of Big Boy. He's he's probably said some of the best. He to me, he's like Pusha T when it like for, when he was with the Clips. He's probably said some of the most craziest, important in my mind things <laughs> ever. So I'm always gonna be a fan. I'm a fan of both. You know, me and my best friend uh, Andrew were big Outkast fans. But me, for sure, I always tell him to me, I love when Andre comes out of his very nice home, and if he's not playing the flute, he's spinning some of the hottest bars you've ever heard. But big boy, like I said, I even loved you in ATL. <laughs> Incredible actor, like I said. Uh, even your Dave Chappelle, Chappelle show skits were funny. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, definitely that one. So. We're going to go to these top two. Ah, you love them. You hate them. You want to give them a hug. Sometimes you want to punch them in the face. But in 2010, he was undeniable. I have to pause when I say this because this is probably the part where you're going to be like, eh, I can't believe this. But, hey, I'm going to let you get out your system now. Are you ready? You know what the best album of 2010 was. Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, it's like that's undeniable. It was like, the uh, most incredible album to this day that I've ever heard. Yep. 
from start to finish. And had a good, a great promo run with the Good Fridays. Yes, which I still have on my old uh, computer. I still have all the songs. Yes, uh, yeah, like, like Christmas in Harlem and all that. I I still got all the songs. Yeah, I remember um, making them bonus tracks on. <laughs> as, I was like, I'm making my own deluxe version <laughs> of my beautiful track Twisted Family. Like, here are the bonus tracks, the Good Friday edition. Um, uh, what was it? What was it called? Something jeans. Uh, Something about Fashion Week. This is when we realized, yeah, he really did want to work in fashion. And what did he give y'all? Some crazy cut. Oh, another one from that Good Friday. Um, he had a song with Charlie, with Beyonce, Charlie Wilson, and Big Sean. You remember that song? Yep. See uh, me now. Yep. See me now. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. That was actually one of my favorite songs. He he went harder. He ain't had to go that hard in that song. Yeah, um, I would say just looking at it, my favorite one was Christian Dior Denim Flow, and then I remember. Yeah, that that was it. Christian Dior Denim Flow. I like that one too. And was that the one with Ryan Leslie? Yep. Yeah. And uh, Good Friday. Those those are like my two favorite ones. From say that. I'm. Um, oh oh I'm no oh but then take one for the team that that just uh push a teaser. Pusha T and Sai High's verse when they were talking about like passing off the chick, like, come on, dog, just, you know, take one for the team. Like, I, I just thought it was just a, a, a funny, witty bar. Like, like yeah, gonna, we, we hit the club and I told him, like, hey, dog. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm going to say this to, to the uh, audience. We will one day do a Ryan Leslie episode. We have to. Or less. Or less. This man is still. Like, basically, he will, like, give you, like, how most of these celebrities have these quote-unquote numbers. He'll give you his number. You can pitch ideas to him. He'll show you how to how to invest. Yeah, He's I still doing it all. He's still, like, the most underrated renaissance man in entertainment. Yep, I used to be signed up for that, too. I used to be signed up for the and, text messages. And, and all his stuff, bang. And you he, can't miss. And to bring up Cassie again, he gave her... A great album. Until yeah. Diddy, until Diddy came and was like, uh, "Nah, I'ma take that, take that." <laughs> so we, he knew we didn't want it, <laughs> want it, want it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gave us me and you, baby girl. Chill out. We were good on that. <laughs> that was too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't like the video because she looked good. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> anywho. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, what is it? Um, Lost in the World, still yeah. one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I basically, now I have to remember um, my short-term goal for the year to get my passport. I'm probably going to listen to that song everywhere I go because I, I swear that song takes you to another place. Um, again, like I said, I was newly single. So The Blame Game with Chris Rock um, yes. in it. Um, his girl gave, even though come to like, I'm gonna let y'all in on something for people who think that was Amber Rose in that that was another model chick that was not Amber Rose with the Yeezy taught me that wasn't Amber. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, I hate to break your hearts like that, but yeah, she she he she wasn't the one that bought Chris Rock the bezel, <laughs> the one that Twister had, yeah. the one that Twister <laughs> had in the video. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Yeezy taught her well. 
Yeah, Yeezy taught her well. <laughs> but then you had Runaway, of course. Yep. So appalled. Oh, mm. monster. Fe- featuring the 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 uh, song stealing verse from one of your favorite rappers, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you know what? And I <laughs> he making this joke because I said. Outside of mixtape Nicki back in the MySpace days, that's probably the only time I like Nicki Minaj was on that song. That's the only time I really listened to it. Everything else, and probably what, Moment for Life? Yeah. That's probably it. For me, that's pretty much like, oh, you put Nicki Minaj in my face for anything else? I'm like, no, nah, don't. Uh, you can take that song somewhere. Yeah, because just that verse is what prompted for her album to come out. People were like, oh, she's, she's spitting like that? Yeah, let's get that album out. Let's get that the album. Pink print. Can't tell you what's on it. <laughs> Didn't listen to it. Don't know. I don't know. You ever asked me, oh, he was a paper? Never. Never. Wouldn't wouldn't want to. He was like, <laughs> he was like, Josh, you could have a uh an interlude on there, and I would not <laughs> I would not. He could play that album for me, and I would sit there. I'd be like, Who's this? That's Nicki Minaj. I'm like, you lying. When did that come out? That's the pink print. You lying. That, that, never heard it. Like check, like check out this interlude I did. Like, yo, this is DJ Smiles, and I'm here with Nicki Minaj up in the studio. And he's like, "Damn, this is new." When'd no. you get Nicki? Where'd you get Nicki? That's the pink print, bro. I'm like, I ain't know. But uh, back to it. Of course, you had Power. Yep. Uh, shout out to Dallas Mavericks who has like a really dope video, <laughs> of where they uh, use the Power thing. Uh, gorgeous, that, which is that remix with Jay Z. Yeah. Um. What is it? Uh. We we talked about this guy. We're gonna talk about this guy in a minute. One of the most incredible verses that went after a, a very vivacious, vibrant, immaculate <laughs> guitar solo. Rick Ross at the end of Devil in a Blue Dress. I mean, not Devil in a Blue Dress. I'm sorry, that's the movie. Devil in a New Dress. Still captivating. That's right up there. Like I said, this 2010 is when Rick Ross couldn't miss. Yep. And I love the story that he told about that verse because I believe it. Because I'm sure uh, Kanye was like the rest of us. He heard all the hot stuff that um, Rick Ross came out. And he said, that's the weak verse you was about to give me. You don't came out of this fire. Do it again. And when I say, like, when he did the video, because when he did the, I think he was in the back of a Maybach riding through New York City. And I sat there and I said, this is exactly how I pictured myself as you <laughs> when I heard this verse. I was in the back of a Maybach in New York and I ain't never been there. Because <laughs> didn't he say uh, Kanye is the only artist to ever tell him to re- to redo a verse? Yeah, he told him that you could come better than that. Mm-hmm. Because even when I still have pictures from that session, from when he did my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, how he had this is like the beginning of social media. So he had like no social media, no Twitter, no this on the walls. He wasn't really letting that many people in. I believe this is when this is the one that this is the album he did in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told everybody who came to Hawaii, I'm about to, this is about to be a classic. And he was right. (laughs) The Good Fridays, all that. He was right. That 2010 was incredible. 
um what's another song like i said rick even we don't talk about you talk about Nicki minaj on monster but rick ross on monster was good <laughs> I was saying what's up to Ryan real quick. I like what's up, Ryan? What's up, man? <laughs> hope he saw me in the video, you know. Hope he saw me in, in in the video. But yeah, um, back to what I was saying. Yeah, Rick Ross on Monster was dope. Um Man, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else? Pusha T was on Soul Pauled. Yep. Like like Jay, I, like everybody loved Jay Z's verse because of the whole MC Hammer line. How twenty million won't hurt me, but go back to Pusha T's verse on that. Mm-hmm. When I say I feel like I had ten keys in a duffel bag with unmarked bills, when he called himself an arrogant drug dealer, I felt that. And like I, um, you're gonna hear in another episode. I, lo- Josh laughs at it all the time. I love that type of talk. I love that that gun that gun talk, that drug talk. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I need all of that. <laughs> I thought I thought about that. If I don't feel like I'm about to catch a felony. I I can't listen to you. I can't rock with you. I need to feel like I'm doing some dirt <laughs> when I listen to your music. I thought about that recently uh, when I did the episode with E-Ray and them the other day. And I was like, yeah, one of my favorite projects this year was Fat Trail and Yada, Fat and Ugly too." And E-Ray was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not listening to something called Fat and Ugly too." I was like, I was like, it's, it's just like that, that fat gangster like talk. That I'm like, you don't like feeling like you wearing a Versace shirt. I on like, a uh, speedboat. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> I was like, it's it's just five songs. I was like, but them niggas got me like. <laughs> I'm like, that's the type of music I like. I'm gonna say it again. I want to feel like I got ten keys in the duffel bag, and I'm on a speedboat with a Versace shirt on, <laughs> <laughs> evading the cops. That's what I want. That's what I want to listen to. That's what I like. <laughs> put me there, and push your T. Put me there. <laughs> he said he said 20 year old Shaw was feeling like he was moving way across the I split. did and the money look nah I ain't gonna talk about the money but it was I'm shining now but I was really shining in 2010 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just a complete album if you ever say hey 2010 you wanna like show somebody put people on a game to 2010 that's that's the album. That's the album you play for them. This is, I mean, we got a personal favorite of 2010, but if you say, hey, give me 2010 in an album, yeah, you give sound them my wise. Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yep. Yes. But yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. It was like, it was and hey, yay, I ain't voting for you, <laughs> but I still got love for you, yay. I ain't voting for you, but I got love for you. Give, give me them sneakers, yay. Them, them, them joints comfortable. I tell people all the time, Kanye makes sneakers for fat people. I don't care what nobody says. They the most cushiony things I've ever worn on my feet. I love them. 
I feel like I'm walking on air. I love it. I forgot. Uh, I can't remember. It was somebody's Instagram live the other day, and um, somebody was talking to somebody else, but they were like, "Look at them Yeezys. Them, them, them Yeezys is all is all dirty and worn and, and dirty and worn." He was like, "Check these Yeezys out. These are nice." Clean, fresh out the box. I can't stand the guy, but he makes some nice, comfortable shoes. Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> my Yeezy slides I wear to almost every recording. <laughs> you don't ever hear me say my feet hurt. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm like, give me some mocha, yeah. You know, you know, go a little crazy. <laughs> Drop another sneaker. We, I need that. <laughs> I need that in my life. But um, <laughs> Oh, uh, I believe. Do, what what's the other album? Uh, either you have, or I have. Before we go to the main mutual album. Oh, I, I was done. I oh, okay. Albums. So let's talk about Teflon Don. Teflon Don. <sighs> mm-hmm. Man, blowing. I mean, I hate he put it on Albert Anastasia too, but blowing money fast. Yep. Um, which a lot of people were trying to give him slack about that. Um, due to Larry Hoover, they didn't know that he had permission. He talked to the man in prison and got okay. his okay. That was the start of the uh, the Jeezy beef. Yep, he didn't, but he didn't know. And again, uh, I'm just gonna praise Josh real quick. Thank you, Josh, for um, gifting me a copy of Hurricanes where he talked about this. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I sat there and I was like, okay, I've heard this before, mm-hmm. but in the book, he also was like. Yeah, people were mad at me over BMF, but I actually talked to the guy, and he was okay. <laughs> like he gave me, he gave, he gave me the clear. Like, you know, I did and the, res- I, I did the respectful gangster Nick thing. I talked to my man. He said cool, and I put it out. Yeah, he's like, there it is. He's like, that's all I needed was the the, the go button from from him. <laughs> yeah, he, he it was green lighted by Larry Hoover himself. Um. Oh, another tidbit from that song. Styles P was supposed to be on another song. Yep, but he got sent to Rome. Someone sent him the uh, another beat, and they was like, oh, man, you want us to send us the actual song he's supposed to be on? He was like, nah, that's dope. Keep him on there now. It's like, I didn't know he was going to murder it like this, but... And again, uh, going back to uh, the locks, D-block, whoever you want to call them, which, again, I'm just naming off episodes that's going to happen in the future to you guys, music three featuring kiss we are definitely going to talk about all three of those guys at one point because again those are our three un- underdogs of yep. the hip-hop game and i'm like and it's funny that they're underdogs because they're legends and, and my my nigga uh chic loose donnie gorilla that's a been my, silverback my, gorilla yep yeah He's he's been low key like my favorite of the three. Like, I think it's more because he's underrated. I'm like, yo, y'all didn't hear this? Like, yeah, she, yeah, she n- niggas is not. Yeah, like I used to get mad. Like niggas, I was like, I know Kiss and Styles are like the, the guys. Top, yeah, the the, the well known of the. But did y'all story. hear what he said? Like he hasn't. He has great projects. He has great albums. And yes, Sheik Luch has more hits than the one that there was an actual video for. <laughs> But he's not like, just a one song wonder, one one hit wonder. And then uh, hearing from him about just like, hey, yeah, I know they got those out here, but those are my brothers, so I I root for them. And like, hey, you know, it's whatever. 
But yeah, shout out to Styles P for being on BMF. Um, you also had All the Money in the World, which is one of my favorite songs. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Was of course for the ladies, Aston Martin music, which I actually like. I I'm sorry, sorry, Rose. I liked Paris Morton music more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Drake just good old Aubrey man. He did his thing on like the you know the ghost writing whatever other thing. Oh man, that's like the first time it didn't have it for us. It didn't have it. Oh, you know what we'll do? Um, because I got like eighteen minutes. Uh, just bring me back, and we'll do the double XL real fast. All right. Yeah, uh, when there's a will, there's a way. You know how I say. Of course, you had his. This is when he just started putting out class. This is like after Maybach Music One, when he just started coming back to Kanye. I mean, not Kanye, but Jay Z. See, Rockefeller. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is when he just started going back to Jay Z for hits. I like Freemason. Uh, this is during the time when you Negroes picked up a book, didn't know how to act. And was saying Jay Z was part of the Illuminati, <laughs> so he addressed it in Freemason. Um, I've told Smiles this on many occasions. Go to the last verse of Maybag Music Three. Listen to Rick Ross when after he says "Cigar, please." When we say he had one heck of a run in 2010. That was one of the verses right there where I was like, oh, he ain't playing. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you had number one. Um, like I said, I'm finna go just through the through the thing because number one was actually pretty good. Go back and listen to that. That kind of had the hello, good morning type vibe to it. That's why I liked it. Um, like I said, uh, you got, oh, the bonus track. That's rarely talked about, Audio Meth. Yep. Go back and listen to that. Because it had another, like I said, we're just naming off future episodes. Raekwon is definitely going to get an episode. He's definitely on the Icon series for sure. Because Raekwon, had, Raekwon has been knocking folks over the head for about the same amount, like about 30 years. Um, Again, Kanye. I was gonna say volume volume three from from that purple tape series. It's coming, coming soon. Coming real soon. Can't wait. Cause that purple tape two was bananas. How it starts off. Again, another dude who talks about moving weight makes me feel good. Makes me feel like I'm wearing Tim boots with a double down when I listen to him. I got the Carhartt beanie on, like asymmetrical, like um Ti. When I'm listening to Jay, when I'm listening to Ray Kwan, man. <laughs> like T.I. Like, T.I. is just hanging off the side of my head, but it don't move. You I know, know what I'm like, saying? Like, what was you doing, Tim? Like, how did you? I was like, man, how did I just. He did all this the and, the hat, and the hat never moved. It never dipped. You feel me? Um, again, yeah, Gooch on MC Hammer. Um, like I said, another album that. Oh, how can I forget? My favorite song. And it's really sad that he wrote this song in 2010 and 10 years later, we're still on this. Oh, I was like, it's it, a joy. 
Oh, there's oh, Tears of Joy. He said he wrote this for Emma Till. <laughs> and yeah, you look look back. I mean, even like the Stokely Carmichael beginning, I believe it was Stokely Carmichael. Uh yeah, I believe it was. I don't think it was Fred Hampton. Might have been. I'll have to look back. But yeah, he had a Black Panther intro. I can't remember who it is right now because we're trying to knock this out. Um, but from that, just to have the song just rise and CeeLo's voice on that, who dropped a like I think like what a '70s inspired album recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he that hook. And like I said, Rick Ross was spitting for his life on that. He he went that I love. I still one of my favorite songs. I love that song. Um, yeah, that Rick Ross ran 2010 and his album definitely was a staple. Matter of fact, you can go on any list, whether it's Pitchfork, again, for my guys, from, for my, for the homies out there and you go on Pitchfork, you go on Rolling Stone, Double XL, um, spin it doesn't matter what um like publication they had that in the top 50 top 30 top top albums of 2010 yep i remember that it was critically that's why i hate when i was seeing on uh social media a few weeks ago that That's what I said. <laughs> I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I, I mean, I had a perfect, beautiful speech for Rick Ross. <laughs> he was like, ah, oh. but all right, let me finish. But yeah, you go on any publication from that time. And he had a critically acclaimed album. Like I said, you go on social media. They were saying that Rick Ross doesn't have any classics. Teflon Don is a classic, hands down. I don't understand how you don't see that as a classic. You go on like your, like even on Apple Music has it as an essential album. If you want to get on the Rick Ross, you listen to Teflon Don. So again, for those who don't think Rick Ross doesn't have classics, he indeed does have classics. That was it. I'm waiting on you now. You still muted. <sighs> got wind because uh-huh. we only got like what a few seconds left, probably. Oh no, it, it kept going for some reason. So uh, I'm afraid to keep talking because it might cut off unless you can change the timer. I was like, because usually the thing would have popped up. I always hit three minutes because I, I know I had set the time originally for two fifteen. Because I don't see the timer at the top. Usually it tells us too. Oh yeah, I don't see no timer, so I guess. I guess you cut it off, maybe. I hope I'm I'm not talking. We got to cut this shit off. Um, okay. So just count me back in, so we can talk about double XL. So you know where to cut this off and. Yeah. Yeah. Just put that back in. All right, three, two, 
one. But yeah, definitely for those who think Teflon Don is not a classic, it's definitely a classic. Speaking yeah. of classic, the double XL freshman list from that year. Yes. Man, the names on this. Again, you guys are probably like, dang, they talked a lot about Nip on this. <laughs> they they love us some Nipsey Hustle. I'm like, yeah, Marathon still continues. And I am looking forward to getting me the uh white tracksuit because I already own the black one. <laughs> I will get the white one, believe me. Shoot, yep. I'm going to keep wearing Marathon clothing. Every time you see me, I'm going to have some Marathon on. I don't give yeah. us a hat, a shirt, or whatever. I'm gonna yeah. have it on. So look, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through the who the who the names are. Then we'll we'll mention a little bit by by each of them. Especially like we'll go quick through the ones that ain't doing shit right now. Let's so, start with Donis. <laughs> you know I was going there. You know I was going there. Let's start with Donis because I ain't heard that name since 2010. Or Peel. <laughs> or Peel. <laughs> Man, that's a sad fall off. Um, but um, yeah, let's 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 I'm gonna start with those. So we got. Donis. Oh, speaking of pill, no. Nah, before I go, to, before I go to pill, I got a question because Rick Ross did say this in 2010 or was it 2009, where he said everybody signed a Maybach music get a Maybach. I wonder if he gave him a Maybach. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to ask Pill, did you ever get your Maybach? <laughs> but all right, let's go. Let's let's, let's go to Donis. All right, we got QTNA. That's all. Questions I need answers. Did you get your pay? Did you, what did you do with your Maybach pill? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll start off with those. We got Donis, Peel, J. Cole, Nipsey Hussle, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, OJ the Juice, man, J. Rock, and Fashan. Bashan and Donis. <laughs> Two names I, I again I haven't heard since 2010. <laughs> yep, and I hate and I hate for them brothers to come up to me and be like, hey, I've been grinding, I've been working. I'm like, I ain't heard of you since 10 years. I'm sorry. Yeah, like and he was got a new on, got a new project. Let me see, let me hear it. And speaking on even speaking on um Peel, I remember Ross said that Peel wasn't a real MMG signing. It was just when they signed with uh Warner Brothers. He was already on one of the brothers' label, and they just was like, "All right, we're gonna give you the label deal, but here's this guy." You gotta Peel. take Peel. Yeah. Oh, so he didn't get the Maybach. It was he probably it got was, a regular Mercedes. It was a, it was a it was a it was a one album deal. So it was like, "Hey, we'll we'll, we'll give you the label deal, and we'll we'll give you this album, but you gotta take this guy Peel." Oh, so he didn't get his Maybach. Like I said, he probably got a Mercedes or something. Yeah, he probably. So yeah, he probably didn't get him a Maybach. But hey, that's QTNA, like Aww. you said. Questions that need answers. Like, I want to know, Peel, how how do you feel about Rick Ross? Oh, <laughs> you didn't get your Maybach. <laughs> you didn't yeah. get your Maybach. Oh. <laughs> it's like you're 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 in Atlanta, just like Rick Ross. He he don't even have you like with the with the rest of a triple. I I'm sure that he's tried to buzz that door and he didn't let him in. Uh, it's Peel, man. Who? I don't know no Peel. And he went right back to riding his horses. <laughs> I don't know no pill. <laughs> he was like, hey. maybe, maybe remember, maybe remember the first one, the, remember the first album, remember the first Posse album. It was me. I was on there, man. 
He was he was like, hey, you know, I can play the background, you know, uh, like like torch, torch and triple C's, you know, I can play the I can play the background. But he was on that. Hey, look, yeah, because torch was on the album too. <laughs> he ain't or, no uh, gunplay. Or but, young, uh, he was on the album too. Or young breed, like them niggas are still signing Maybach music, but they like, hey, we play our positions. <laughs> we, <laughs> they just push go play out there. Go ahead, gunplay. <laughs> go ahead. You rap for all of us. Go ahead, triple C. Yep, you're the whole group now. Go ahead. And even Gunplay pretty much do his own thing. Like Ross, like man. I don't, I don't make him rap. He's like I be wanting him to rap. But man, he, I'm glad he finally left that stuff alone. Yeah, me too. I'm happy for Gunplay because I just wanna, Gunplay be spitting, and I'm like, you need to leave this stuff alone. I want to see him go uh, pig hunting again. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun watching him do that. Oh uh-huh, man, shout out to Gunplay, who's mm-hmm. underrated. Yes. Very underrated. I think I have him on a lot of my playlists on my um thing. Actually, he made nobody's favorite on uh Port of Miami too. Mm-hmm. He made that song. And the, I, t- I tell people all the time, if it was like a ranking of Maybach music artists that I want to uh, meet in order, it'd, first it would start off with Rick Ross, of course. Next would be Wale. And third would be gunplay. Of course, that's everybody. That should be everybody's list. That should be everybody's. I was, I was like, I was like, Meek would be fourth, but I was like, gunplay is definitely before Meek. Like, I'd be more excited because he just seems like the more interesting cat. But yes. yeah, before we get off top, before we get off topic, yeah, uh, yeah like for Sean and Donis, I like I said, hey, y'all may have came out with projects in the past ten years. I ain't heard them. I, I I'm the music so, man, and I, and I, and I, 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 I hey, hey. I ain't heard you. I'm sorry. That's all I can say to those guys. Uh, OJ the Juice Man. Oh, I've heard of OJ the Juice Man more recently. Juice. Than y'all. So, I, again, I'm sorry. Um, now, the rest of the list, my goodness. These are all some of my favorite artists to this day. Um, J-Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still West Coast. Uh, to, to me, one of the top um, hip-hop artists in the west uh shout out to black hippie they keep acting like they not they not together but i'm like y'all y'all just didn't put out that album but we, we all still i'm i'm sure absol and all them still cool yeah i actually seen absol um tweet recently about that because he was kind of just backing up top dog saying like hey y'all need to stop with the threatening my man top dog and all them about me dropping projects it was like they we could drop projects whenever we want to <laughs> And that's what I love about Top and Top Dog, excuse me, in general, is that, first of all, wouldn't you be happy with a label that has everybody is exemplary, but also they only drop if it's quality? Mm-hmm. I'd be happy. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I don't care. Like, J-Rock. And come out I, with I thought he's in the studio. I saw a picture recently. He, he, he's yeah. in the studio too right now. And he puts out nothing but classics. If he doesn't, if y'all don't think he gives you a classic album, he's going to give you a classic song. We still, look, Win is probably in every commercial. Yep. <laughs> you and, know. Uh, so many schools and colleges use that as like <laughs> their anthem song. Yeah. Yeah. Hood Gonna uh, Love It Still Bang. I can go on and on about um, J-Rock. Uh, the first official TDA member to to drop a a, a debut album. Follow uh, was it? Follow me home. 
Yep. And people, if y'all have not heard this album, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar is on this album, and Kendrick Lamar does ad-libs on this album. <laughs> and another thing, oh, speaking of um, that, we're not going to talk about the, we're not going to talk about this in detail, but going back to the mixtapes of 2010. Oh, yeah. Overly Dedicated by Kendrick Lamar came out in 2010. Yeah, we forgot that. You guys go listen to that because, again, he only went up from there, Section 80 and all that. He only went up. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, J-Rock, again, still one of the top um, artists in the West. Um, let's stay on the West Coast with the late Nipsey Hussle. It still feels weird to say that. Um, y'all don't realize we really, since 2019, since last year when it happened, we still don't realize how long this brother was doing his thing. Yep. Since what, 2007, 2008. And he was on this freshman list. He was co-signed by Snoop. He was co-signed by Game. Like we mentioned um, in another episode, unfortunately, Dre got the message late. Cause I would have loved to see them work together. I would have loved yeah. to see that. Um, again, um, you look at the resume. He's got a lot of interesting. He's worked with another. Speaking of 2010 and people he's worked with, Rick Ross. Yep. He was um, he was almost an MMG. He was almost <laughs> an MMG. That's why I was. And again, thank you, Josh, for gifting me the book Hurricanes. Yes, that is mentioned in the book about how he met him in Los Angeles. And was trying to sign him, but Nip said, "No, I'd rather do my own thing." Yep. So, again, I I can't say enough about uh, Nipsey Hussle. Again, it's still a great. It's not just a great loss to hip hop. It's a great loss to us as a as um sorry non white people to us as black people sure. because he was trying to do a lot of stuff for us. Uh, I'm glad him, Black Sam. Uh, I mean, well, not him, but Black Sam. Lauren, his sister, and um, my boy, George Paniche, they still out there. You know, repping hard. Repping hard. Um, his artists are still repping for him and everything like that. So, of course. Karen, shout to out to Karen still, too. Yes. <laughs> Who gives us all the West Coast. Yeah. If she, don't, if she wasn't talking up this, she was talking up YG, who's, again, one of that's a future episode. That's next year. Unfortunately, we won't be able to talk about YG this year. That's next year. And it's next year's freshman list. And him and Nip was working on a, a collab album too before before he died. Yep. Because those those are the top guys in the West. Um, you know, not named Kendrick. Not well, not signed to TDE. Yep. <laughs> um, last time that I checked, a classic. I don't care what nobody say. That's that's a, that's a banger. Um. But yeah, like I said, rest in peace to uh, Ermius, Nipsey Hussle. Um, now let's get to Freddie Gibbs, Gangsta Gibbs. Yeah, I'll let you handle that because you more of a, I, I'm a, I'm a late bloomer to to Gibbs within the last like three four years. Okay, so like I said, he came out with Straight Killer, which again had another guy on the freshman list, J Rock, featured on that. Gibbs have been basically basically how you guys are sitting there because he works he's working with Mad Lib and uh, Alchemist and all this stuff. The Gary Indiana native been killing. 
he been talking that gun talk. He been talking that drug talk. He been repping the set. <laughs> mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs been doing this, and he was definitely um, worthy of being on the freshman list when the freshman list meant something about it around this time. Um, that's the most I can give you about Gangsta Gibbs, but. Y'all, look, for everybody who just found out about him via Alfredo and Bandana, y'all was sleep. That man been spitting that fire, man. And I've been a fan probably since then, probably since 2010. Every time Freddie Gibbs dropped something, I was all ears. Um, Let's go to, I want to leave these top, these other two guys. You know the two guys I'm 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 at, so we'll go to Wiz Khalifa, Cameron. <laughs> oh, we talked about in a previous episode how like how Jay Z keeps reinventing himself to stay relevant. Wiz has done the same thing, low key. And he's a fellow Virgo. Shout out to my my guy, fellow Virgo. Wiz literally went from. Just being the skinny stoner from Pittsburgh to being the stoner kickboxing dad who does Oreo commercials with his son Bash. Yes. And you still like like I wanna say and one of the even though he's a winded performer, one of the best performers me and Josh has probably ever seen. I still remember that concert like it was yesterday. We were we thought we were there for like <laughs> two days. <laughs> it got to a point he floated over us. Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget that. But yeah, definitely one of the best performers. He um to this day, people st- the Pittsburgh Steelers are still playing black and yellow. You still see people waving their terrible towels. Even amidst COVID, um, like I said, he's not just Am- Amber Rose's baby's father. <laughs> yeah, basically, he, he he is pretty. Like I know that's how some of the ladies probably be like. Yeah, that's how I know him. Well, he's done way more than that. He's dropped Black Hollywood one night in first class. Um, dang, I'm trying to think. Uh, I want to say he dropped something recently. Yeah, he uh, probably like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I'm gonna say, I can't remember the name of it. I'm about to look it up real quick. Since, uh, we're not that pressed for time, but we are pressed for time. Uh, it came out with, yeah, the saga of Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, so he did come out with something. Yeah. Oh, and of course, we all know, you know, him via like Rostrum Records, of course, Taylor Gang, or Die, you know, um, but, you know, most of us know us from like the work he did with Juicy J, Currency, um, another person on this list. But like I said, we're, I'm going to save him because these are the top two guys, the recognizable guys that I'm saving for last. Um, and that's, um, yeah, he's worked with Big Sean a lot as well so let's go to big sean big sean yeah. my goodness the one the the one guy not named pusha t that still keeps good music relevant 
Yeah. Um. Again, a lot of people like it, it, he's basically got it with with J Cole as people be trying to diss him like, oh, he ain't all that, he ain't this, he ain't that. But he pretty much delivered the super duper flow that a lot of the rappers in 2010 and beyond have pretty much been stealing. Um, like I said, Detroit Two just dropped, which is a great album from to, for this year. Um, again, mixtape Detroit. All the you know Big Sean's were dope. Um, he kills his features. Dark Sky Paradise, to me, is a classic. Classic album, yes. To me, it's. A I decided a, a next uh, a next grade. Dust is a classic. Uh, uh, he's more than his uh, again for the ladies. He's more than his exes. He's way more than his ex girlfriends, y'all. I know, I know, I, I know, girl. <laughs> Ooh, well, well, he shouldn't have did that song about nine. Now she gone. Now he can't take. He does regret it. He's recently said he regrets doing that song now because you know, tragic. Which I hated people getting on him now about it when they know when the song came out, they was all up in the club singing yeah. the same song. They still was doing that, putting their middle fingers up. Mad at people that didn't even know they were mad. They, they was mad at him or whatever. But, you know, fast forward. Um, again, he's more than Janae Aiko. He's more than Ariana Grande. <laughs> I noticed how, I noticed how some of the ladies know him, but nah, you know, he, the brother was spitting <laughs> the whole time. He has so, great. He has a. He has a, a, a great choice for great choices for when it comes to choosing. Man, <laughs> he don't miss. He like the Steph Curry of that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he shoots from the logo and be making them. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that he's changed, um, like how he views life. I, I think that's one of the things that makes that makes me a fan of Big Sean. He's very candid, candid about you know life and how things you know affect him. Um, I've always been a fan of his fashion since he had me wearing snapbacks all through 2010, all the way I think up to 20. I, as a matter of fact, I still wear snapbacks. I don't like fitteds. Um, <laughs> So he was one of the main guys wearing the Tisa. I I remember I wanted a pow chain. <laughs> like, yeah, like big big Sean. Like I just love how he again, another guy who reinvents himself for the times. But it's not really like a reinvention for like just to stay relevant. It's more of just he's reinventing himself to become a better person, which a lot of people sleep on what he's trying to teach. So yeah, shout out to uh, Sean Anderson, Sean Don. I still need one of those uh, Detroit Pistons jerseys. I like the airbrush. I might have to get a Mavericks one like that. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I might, yeah, hey, might be a shop idea. <laughs> <laughs> might get a few of those made. Uh, let us know your size. We'll see what's up. Um, and then the last one is J. Cole, who can't get his sneakers because y'all keep buying them all up. He just signed, he's recently signed with Puma. Um, I even tried to get the shoes for once. Man. 
basically, like I said, the one guy that Jay-Z, we can't, we, we'll never say that Jay-Z gave up on him. Um, he's, he's done it all. I mean, a great performer. I've probably never missed a J. Cole concert. I've been all of them. <laughs> um, I think he's one of the, I hate when people say he's boring or this or that. I think he's dope. Um, whether you like it or not, he still went platinum with no features. That's that. That to me means that not everybody think he boring. <laughs> he went platinum with, with zero features. So again, J Cole. Um, the one thing I miss is that he used to frequent Dallas a lot. Shout out to Four Old Cliff, by the way. He used to frequent Dallas a lot, see his boy, who is no longer on the Mavericks, Dennis Smith Jr. It still hurts. And he was at the game. He was always at the game, supporting his boy from North Carolina. And what do we do? We traded. In hindsight, it was cool because we got Chris Stapps. But that young man is still in New York, and, you know, he's not having such a good time. But eventually – that will hopefully be <laughs> resolved. But yeah, the freshman list of 2010 was dope. Immaculate, as you could say. Immaculate. Well, I mean, just... overall, if you look Minus like, for Sean uh, and Donis. And Peel. <laughs> and Peel, who may or may not have gotten his Maybach. <laughs> Other than that. They scored on seven out of ten. If it was if it was ten shots, they scored on seven out of ten. Yeah, they knew who to put on there because, like I said, you got a lot of people who are still relevant today. One of them is gone and is still relevant today. Mm-hmm. So they picked a lot of people for the culture. Um, uh, all the, killing it. All became bosses in their own right. There you go. Classic project, classic albums. Just you know, they, you know. 70% is still good for double XL when it come, comes to this list. Because 70%. what who they got on this one? Mulatto this year? Uh, Chica's on there. Yeah, Mulatto. Oh, yeah, Chica. Chica. So what, 20%? <laughs> 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 yeah. You do, you were doing way better back then. Yeah. I can't wait till we do this 2011 one because I if it's below 50%, I'm sitting, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Like mulatto and chica, the women were good. No, nah, I don't want to say that. I don't know who's on the 2020. I haven't really been paying attention. Uh, what's one of the uh, the, the white boy who got the the, the song that everybody was? Oh, yeah, J- uh, Jack Harlow is yeah, on Jack, there, right? Yeah, Jack, Jack Harlow, you know, yeah. I mean, he had tw- sport sports in the top 10, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like, no so the, the list was um, oh, and Ellie Chopper Chopper's on there. Who who's had a spiritual awakening recently? Yeah, I just found out he was nineteen. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I said too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Double uh, XL. Let me go through this. I'm just gonna talk about the people I know real quick. I'm not gonna go into detail. I'm just gonna say them. Mulatto, like I said, okay, cool. Chica, cool. I only like Nelly Chapa not as an artist. I like him for what he's been saying, even though he believed in that human meat. Uh, myth about um, McDonald's, even though I don't eat that crap anyway. 
I don't. I know y'all probably say, "What as thick as you is?" I still don't eat McDonald's. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I it's not good. And the fact that I've always seen those pink slime videos, and the fact that people have kept uh, cheeseburger meals for like 20 years and they never perished. That's gross. Yeah. Don't put that in your body. Anyway, Jack Harlow, like I said, he he's I mean, he's still relevant. He's still known in the news now because he's the one that was hanging out with Lou Williams at Magic City in the middle of uh the bubble. <laughs> so and then like I said, Mulatto, you know, she doing her thing. She was in a WAP video and she actually spit. Even though a lot of people don't like her name, I don't. I think her name's kind of uh, she's connotation behind it. It was like, like, like yeah, whatever. She's been mulatto since she was fifteen years old. So. But still, it's I, even on the rap game, I had a problem with that. So yeah. <laughs> I've always thought that was questionable. But hey, the child, the child owns it. I can say it's child because she's I'm way older than her. <laughs> so. But everybody else on there. Oh, Rod Wave, who's one of my favorite artists right now. Yeah, I like so. I like Rod Wave. Five, I like Five Year Foreign. Which, He's okay. Uh, he which, which side note: If the freaking pandemic hadn't been going on, I may or may not have been able to secure a Five Year Foreign interview. Uh, I probably would have sat in for that. Look, we probably would have talked to him about this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like because. Uh, at the beginning, at the well before quarantine, um, our girl Amber was gonna hook me up with uh, any because he was about to go on tour for that project he dropped. She was like, "Yeah, he's getting ready to drop a, his his album, so he's uh, one of the stops is gonna be in Dallas." And she hit me up. I was like, "Yeah, for sure." I was like, "I'll do it." I was like, "I've heard I hadn't heard his music then, but I was like, I was like, I'm like I was like, I've heard of him." So I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll rock." I was like. So, like when I said, pandemic, so when pandemic happened and I heard this project, I was like, I am so upset. Oh, speaking of, speak, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take another jab at one of the people on the freshman list from 2010. You see how we just talked about that? See, see, Josh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm Ross, like he always tells y'all. But see, he ain't peel. You know, <laughs> he don't do peel like things. See, see, Josh is going to get his mate back. I'm gonna make sure of it. <laughs> you won't have to question did Josh get his May back? Did he stay on MMG long enough? Yeah, no, nah, he got his May back. He got his. He's Wale. He's more meek Wale. He's in that category. He ain't Peel. Who may or may not have gotten his May back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's the end of this one. Like I said, a lot of laughs, a lot of good memories of 2010 music again we're gonna do this for 2011 uh because again the freshman list was dope um a lot of good artists and just creators overall on that one uh the music in 2011 i want to say it was a good follow-up to 2010's epic year of music so i want to say we got a jay-z album in 2011 didn't we i want to say so. we did i think so i think we did so that will definitely be on the list. Um, huh, that's funny. Nas and Fabio foreign at the spicy video shoot. Okay. That just popped up on my thing. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, again, we love doing these. 
Um, like I said, hopefully everybody who's begging us to always do these during quarantine are still listening. <laughs> so that's why we keep doing them because people are like, hey, when y'all drop another shot for smiles, well, here it is. Um, got to keep feeding the streets. Got to keep feeding the streets. We got, I'm working on about, we're working on some other stuff too. We got more projects by the end of the year. So support that. And per usual, I do the drop right here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shaw vs. Smiles. Follow us on social media at JW Smiles and Shaw Miller and Shaw Miller 13 on Twitter. Also, remember to follow Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Uncle Urban Podcast on Facebook. Thanks.